Everybody, welcome back to episode twenty-one of Raisin Brand. What are you? I don't know. Slowing the gun. I just right wanted there. to say the Brent part. Oh. That's, the, that's not the my Ray part, part. Doesn't invite me, and, no, and invite Ray, me or excite me. The Ray part's the only good part. What are you talking about? I, I read the viewer mail. You do? Now I know you're lying because you I, can't read. I, I don't know how to read. Yeah, it's, it's all true. But, uh, okay, go ahead and let's just put it out here right now. You're super excited about a certain event happening over a certain TV show. That's right. So go ahead and just lay it on me. This Wednesday, the season finale of The Bridge. Well, is that what you're talking about? The Bridge ending would be fantastic, but we just got news right before we started recording. It's officially been renewed for a second season. Oh, you mean the, uh, the, the, the highest viewed new cable show? Ray? I just find that so hard to believe because it was so not interesting. I know. I, she was such hard a terrible character. You, you watched it for five seconds. I watched the entire pilot, and Here, it was here's bad. How, here's how Ray watched The Bridge. And now, three seconds of The Bridge. <laughs> Stop. Oh, that three seconds sucked. I'm not watching that. I don't know what you're talking about right now. That no. pilot was painful, and I did not much care for it. But hey, congratulations to your Diane... What's her name? Diane Kruger. Diane Kruger. Soon playing to the be... the least likable character in uh, all of television. Soon to be the least likable and Emmy-nominated. Let's go. Let's go, people. Let's go. I hope go. to gosh she does not get nominated. That would be, <sighs> that would be offensive. It, I will have to actually go see if there's a real pie called Humble Pie, and then I'll have to <laughs> buy it and make you eat all of it. How dare you. Or... You better hope there's a humble pie, because if not, I'm going to have to buy just a crow, and you'll have to eat the crow, and that'll be disgusting. That would be gross, and I don't think yeah. I would be doing that. Well, tonight, we're gonna. are you going to watch the um, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show? I am. I, I really want this show to be good. Yeah, I, at the whole time, I'm just in my mind, as I'm watching like the trailers and the commercials, and the whole time I'll be watching this first episode, I'm just going to be sitting there with a the mantra, don't suck, don't suck, don't suck, don't suck, please don't suck, please don't suck. And from all accounts, people that have actually gotten a heads up and seen the uh, the pilot episode said it did not suck. That's great. I mean, early returns are it does not suck, at least the pilot. Who knows where they take it from there? Um, and the other one that just came out is uh, James Spader and The Blacklist. I didn't watch that. I, I TiVo'd it. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. All right, we won't talk about that yet then. Um, I, I thought it was good. I thought yeah. James Spader was really incredible. And the, the, the chick who plays the main, uh, not sold on her yet. Who's Not, that? It's uh, somebody I've never heard of before. Okay. And I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of potential for this show, though. It's really going to take them as far as... They have to write good for James Spader. As long as his character stays good, then I'll be okay with it. But we'll, we'll talk about that one next week since you haven't seen it yet. The Blacklist, is that... I thought that was like a, a Tyler Perry movie. No? Oh, my God. No. Is it called The Blacklist? It's called The Blacklist. Why is it not showing up on IMDb? Uh, sometimes after a show's just done the pilot, a lot of the information has not uh, has not hit yet. Hasn't made its way. Brothers of the Blacklist. Oh, that's the that's the Tyler Perry one. Brothers of the Blacklist. Is that an actual Tyler Perry oh, there's movie? There's two of them. One's called Brothers of the Blacklist, and oh, one's gracious. Brothers of the Blacklist. That's one two different about, movies. One of them's about two Irish guys that love Irish coffee, black. Uh, <laughs> Are you even reading anything right now? 
and uh, and the other one is the Tyler Perry movie, Great. Brothers of the Blacklist. Great. This is riveting podcast material. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it not show up? That's stupid. Well, this week, uh, well, we got you know talk about that really quick, and uh, you know we've also been playing the same video game. May as well put that out there before we get to the good sports action. We get to Major League Baseball. We get a little right. weirdness in football. Mm-hmm. We got pennant races really yep. heating up. Ray and I have both been playing the game Beautiful Katamari. Beautiful Katamari. It's not as good as Katamari Damacy. No, we're not playing that at we, all. That's a we, great game. You're a little Japanese girl, and you roll a ball. Around. No, that's not what we're playing. We're playing Far Cry 3. It's currently in both of our Xboxes, and we're almost to the exact same point in the game. And in Beautiful Katamari, I must say, I give it up to Ray, he's much better at manipulating the ball. We're not playing Beautiful Katamari. Moving the ball with such deftness and we're, we're playing, skill that I don't, I don't know how he became so good at that. It's called Far Cry 3. It should just be called Rich Pretentious White People on an Island. Having horrible things done to them. Yeah, it's called me. That's the show. Me having to play a guy I hate. Yeah, he's a and tool. save his d bag friends. And I, and, I, and, I, and it's not like the the actor who plays uh, Jason Brody did a bad job. He did a fantastic job encapsulating his character. This character is just a douche. He's just such a such an annoyance. The only way he could be worse is if his name was Brody Brody. If his name was Brody 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 Triple B. Oh, Brody Bra Brody Bra. Hey, brah. And then, like, you save your friends, and they're, like, the annoying actress chick, and then the, the stoner dude who... Oh, my God. I totally thought I was, like, going to be, like, dead or whatever. Oh, man. Thanks for saving me, brody. Now I have the munchies. Oh. Brah, the whole time I was thinking about that sick beer bong we pulled. <laughs> and you keep cutting back to their previous lives, and they're just in a club in Bangkok, starting fights with just the local people who are just there to have a yeah. good time. And there was, it wasn't oh. even a good Bangkok club. It was like one playing American music, because I know there's one night in Bangkok, from Horiano City. You know, it was just like playing American music. Hey, it? man, you think just because you got money, you're better than me? Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. Uh-huh. No, it's always also because I'm sick, bro. Oh, uh, let's all go skydiving. And then, and then your girlfriend in the game... If I just get an ankle tattoo, this whole trip will be perfect. I just want to punch every single one of these people. I don't want to save them. Is there a way to uh, just join the pirates and just stay on the island? I don't know. Did you notice the one guy has a tramp stamp? He has a tramp stamp. Oh, dudes with tramp stamps? That's the worst thing in the world. I hadn't even noticed that. He has a tramp stamp that says, not my first time in prison. Oh, no. Can we say that? Is that allowed? (laughs) Anyway, I mean, it is a good game. It's a little bit of just, hey, it's an open world. Go here. Do this. Here's a bunch of missions. It's pretty fun. It's fun. It's not extra challenging. Nah, I mean, it's it's okay. It's one of those games I would give like a solid eight and a half to and then Mm. probably forget about it not long after I'm done playing it. Eight and a half points or eight and a half Fellini? You would give the Fellini movie eight and a half to him. The Fellini movie? Eight and a half. Eight and a half weeks? No. Is that a movie? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. What are we? What are we That's saying okay. right I'll, now? I'll, I'll, you know, we'll talk about classic, classic movies later, Ray. That'll be a different podcast that uh, less people will listen to. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I, I like the game. What do you? What do you think? I mean, uh, what would you? What would you rate it? I mean, a recommendation. Put it out there. Yeah, I'd say around an eight is fine. I mean, like the eight and a half classic Federico so Fellini movie. The Federico Fellini movie eight and a half got an eight point one on IMDB. Would you rate Far Cry three better or worse than eight and a half the classic movie? I don't know which one's less pretentious. <laughs> That's a fair point. But I know that eight and a half the, the movie won two Oscars. So well so to just talk about what we're going to do on the show today, we got a little bit of a football. As uh, your Chiefs somehow still undefeated. 
Somehow it seems like when you score a bunch of points and you don't give up very many points, you win. We're also going to talk about Detroit Lions wide receivers and their pizza problems on the freeway. I want to just punch uh, a baby. I cannot. Let's, can we just talk about that the whole time? No, we can't. We're going to have to talk about other stuff. And then, how about this? What, six games to go in the Major League Baseball season? And the Kansas City Royals are 7.5 games behind the Detroit Tigers, right in line with our early season with prediction. Our be- beginning of the season bet, which was seven games. Starting to get a little nervous. Separating. It's right there. We're both probably nervous about I, this one. It's right there I've on the I've been line. nervous the whole time. They keep going back till they were like 11 back, and then they're yep. nine and a half back, yep. and they keep getting close. Get down so. to five, and then they get back up to 10. Uh, we'll see how this one ends. But in any case, first off, we're going to take it to three seconds of Dean Martin. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. Hey, everybody, we're back. All right. Talk a little. You ready to talk a little football? Yeah, let's. Hey, wait. Yeah? Real quick. Uh, What's up? Did Melissa, your did Ray's wife, did, did she read yeah. that script yet that I sent her? Yeah, well, you sent her a script for what? A table read? Yeah, it's a table. It's just a little. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I. I well, I mean, she has. I don't think know if she's read it yet. I don't think so. But mm-hmm. uh, I assume that uh, you know you're getting me a copy because you want me to read something. Oh, it's. So I, I, just I would. Seen a copy I know. I would. I would. This. We would totally put you in a part. And it's just that there are <laughs> only like there's not very many parts in it. That's the deal. There's not many very guy parts. There's not many guy parts. No, it's like it's only like forty. Oh, is it in the fifties? Like fifty guy parts. Fifty guy parts. Yeah. There's nothing in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, surely you're going to send me something, right? Because. Well, it's, it sounds like you got, you you did, got Melissa apart. It sounds like that you're really hot and heavy over some guy parts. So um, wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. yeah, it might not work out this time. You know, um, hey, football. Oh, now I'm sad. All right, are you sad? Oh, who knew a lack of talent would hold me back in well, this town? Mission accomplished. Oh. Football time. Your Kansas City Chiefs, 3-0. Your Detroit Lions have exorcised the Demons, winning at Washington for the first time ever. 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 They were 0 in what, 21? 1 in 21. Yeah, buddy. That's right. The streak is on. Woo. 1-0. And, uh, you know, I got to say, Andy Reid going back to Philadelphia How where he was run out of town you're not good enough Andy Reid you're big red get out of here big red go ke- go coach a big red team mm-hmm. uh oh i didn't think uh oh i didn't think they're going to come back into town hey 3 weeks into the season there's no way Kansas City can win that game on the road being they only had 4 days to prepare for Chip Kelly's offense not for that sophisticated offense said Brent Pope said Brent Pope uh and you know what I am glad to eat curl on that one as my Kansas City Chiefs for six turnovers looking really good five sacks they could not stop LaShawn McCoy however much to the credit to my fantasy teams I think that was they were like you know what we're going to whoop up on them but let's at least let Ray get his. Let's right? let Ray get his. 150 some odd yards, a score. LaShawn McCoy getting it done every which way possible. But at the end of the day, you really have to give it up to those Kansas City Chiefs. Are they for real? I mean, I know what you're going to say, but I do have to ask the question. They haven't really played it. They got Dallas by one point at home. They did, you know, win against Jacksonville. Who cares? Philadelphia is going to be up and down this year, scoring a lot of points, giving up a lot of points. I think you can is Kansas City for real. I think you can say this. I think their defense is for real because they played two good offenses. Okay, 
Offense has been, you know, a little, you know, it's kind of Alex Smith game management. But I will say in the two close games, they've the games that have been kind of closer that they played, they did have like really long drives at the end of the game when they had to. And that's a sign of a yep. good team. And I think what in the NFL right now, there's eight undefeated teams still out there, mm-hmm. eight three and O teams. Now, how good is Kansas City? I would say I'm not going overboard. I mean, I think I think they're a good solid pick for a wild card at this point, you know. But are they contending? It's hard for to argue AFC? against it. I, I don't know about that. I don't as know good about as that. They've looked. Denver's hey, looked better. We will know when they play two times in three weeks. And here's where uh, one trend is going to be sorely tested later on in the season because yep. we have Kansas City coming off a bye, where Andy Reid is something like 14 and one coming off of buys. How crazy is it that there's NFL teams already on the bye this week? The Green Bay no, Packers no, but, already have a bye, though. But this year, like, I think it's week 11, Kansas City plays Denver. It's pretty good. And Andy Reid's coming off a bye. And now, who are you guys playing this weekend? He's coming off a bye, Ray. That means we have a 93% chance of the Chiefs winning that game. Um, I still don't know if they're going to win that game, 7% though. 7% that I'm worried about, Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> Oh, you got New York Giants this week? Giants 0-3. Oh, oh. How do you guys get the luckiest do, schedule in the history of mankind? How do we just get the, the worst division in the history? But are they bad because they're bad, or are they bad because all the AFC West is just beating them? Uh, it helps. I mean, the fact of the matter is, I believe, the NFC East now it has got one win outside of its own division mm-hmm. through three weeks of the season, and that would be Dallas this past week beating a good St. Louis Rams team. I mean, they were very impressive in that game, which does give Kansas City, I hate to say it, a little bit extra cred as a result. Three and nine, the NFC East is overall. Yeah. Yeah, you got the Giants, your pick to win the NFC East, um, 0-3. Oops. You've got the Washington Redskins, my pick to win the NFC East. Sorry, Benny. Oops. 0-3. How bad the Eagles one and two, Dallas two and one, but you got to think two of those three victories happened versus each other. I don't know, man, but listen to this. That's a bad. Div- what, know, but wasn't ESPN telling us how good that, they were when the season the started? The only team that Dallas lost to was those Kansas City Chiefs. So without playing the Chiefs, they'd be Fair. undefeated, Ray. I, it's possible, but uh, the NFC East is terrible. This is a terrible, terrible division. With it's, I mean, probably going to be won by Dallas. I guess I still think the Eagles what are going to be contending nine seven, for it. Nine and seven wins the division. Oh, easily. Eight and eight might win that division. That is a that is a putrid division, and I still think Washington Redskins punch me for saying it. I still think the Redskins, despite being zero and three, have enough talent to come back and win that division. It's possible, but their defense possible. is playing really poorly. But I think we could say Giants are dead, right? That team is dysfunctional. <sighs> I hope that team it. is off. I think that team is playing up to its I own hope expectations, so. and that's a team that uh, I think we said preseason. This is a team. If they win ten games, I wouldn't be surprised. If they, if they win four games, I wouldn't be surprised. That, uh, what, what all you're saying is true, Ray. But why am I really afraid of that Chiefs Giants game this weekend? Why are you afraid of that Chiefs? I don't know. I just feel Eli's like... going to win one eventually. I yeah, mean, he he's been terrible this year. He's due for like a 500 yard four touchdown game that also know? has four interceptions, just like right. he had Week One against. Um, Washington. And also our best co- uh, cover corner, Brandon Flowers, is not practiced all week. So, Oh, the lead singer from the Killers? Yeah. I didn't even know he was on your yeah. roster. Yeah. That's strong right there. Yep. Um, well, the Detroit Lions, unfortunately, do not have the beneficiaries of biased schedule makers making our early season much like the Chiefs have. Went on the road to Washington, got that win, as I said before. Very close game. Very good win. Dare I say it? The Lions got some breaks. I don't know what that's like. I'd never heard myself say that before. The referees, like, like we got referee calls. 
that were the correct call, but it's not what I'm used to seeing. I'm used to those calls going against us. And by that, I mean RG3 fumbling when he was diving forward and nobody touched him because once you're past the line of scrimmage, you're a legit receiver. So until somebody touches you, unless you give yourself up by just going down on a knee or sliding feet first, we got that call. Wow. We got that call. And then later in the game, they catch what seems to be a nine minutes to go touchdown play of about 57 yards. Oh, yeah. That was an obvious call, though. And it's the Calvin Johnson rule called in our favor? I'm just not used to that happening. I'm used to Green Bay games where we do it one way and it's one way and then Green Bay does it a different way and then they get the benefit of the call anyway despite the fact that it's it's the same deal. I just don't know what to do with myself. That's two calls in the second half in the fourth quarter of a very, very huge game on the road and we got them. What are we supposed to do? I, this is a weird new world for us Detroit Lions too and one with... As early uh, I mentioned it, or at least alluded to it, the Chicago Bears. We get to play the 3-0 and Chicago Bears. Yeah, uh, well, we'll see. Are you in Chicago this week? We're at home this week. It's in Detroit. Yeah. Boy, that's a tough game, man. I don't know who I'm going to pick in that game. Boy, I don't know. That's a, that's a good one, though. I'm hey, by the way, Ray, uh, you know, you and I are in a league together where we pick the games. We pick all the NFL games. Oh, how, how are we doing? There's a lot oh, of people uh, in that league. You know, apparently, to be in first place in this league, you have to have a podcast. Named Raisin Brent. That's right. Yeah. Because on number one is Ray. Oh. And also number one is Brent. Oh, tied for number tied one for is the two one. of us. And everyone else is losers. Well, it's not like there's like, you know, a good 16 or so people in this league. I think, you know, Brian Vestal was ahead for one week. That's cute. That's it's adorable. So cute. I'm so just adorable. so happy for him. Thank you, Brian Vestal. It's almost like we know a little bit about how to pick football games. Yeah. I don't want to say that uh, I picked Miami Dolphins to be good, and they are 3-0. and Who Are they going to win this week? Ooh, against the New Orleans Saints. That is Monday Night Football. That is a game I am super excited for. We're going to learn a lot about both of those teams right there. You've got the Miami Dolphins. They might be playing over their heads right now. They're doing just what it takes to win, just enough on defense, just enough on offense. They finally started figuring out how to get Mike Wallace the ball. I don't know if that team's for real. I don't think they knocked the Patriots off, but you never know. I know they're for real. I think that's a 9-7, and 10-6 and six Miami Dolphins team we're looking at. Mm-hmm. But those New Orleans Saints, man. 3-0, and Rob Ryan on defense with that tobacco-stained white hair, just gross-looking over there. Sean Payton being back. Once again, who called it? This guy right here. Sean Payton has them back emotionally, has them back physically. That team is to be reckoned, to be reckoned with this year. They're uh, real, real scary yeah. good. And now that he's back, you can see that they just have a bounty of tools on that team. Am I oh, right? Oh, really? A really? bounty of tools. Really? You just went there? I did. You're not even, not even going to go for a clever, like, uh, pa- paper towel joke? Nope. Straight for the jugular. Those Saints are, you know, how did I know they'd start quick? Because, you know, we, they're the strongest picker-upper in the league. Wow. I knew no. that, you know, no. I look, you know you're in trouble when the Saints come marching in to your city. Am I right? Probably. I'm glad we don't play them this year. I don't know. I feel like their their defense is playing okay, and their offense is just, like, okay. You know? 3-0. You can't argue with 3-0. You can't argue with 3-0. I know. But I know this isn't the football story that you want to talk about right now. So why don't you go ahead and talk to us about what all these songs are all about this week. Your Detroit Lions lose Nate Burleson, our number two wide receiver. Why, Brent? Tell us why. Oh, I don't know. What is What was Nate Burleson doing? Oh, I'm just driving home with some pizzas. Oh, I better... Oh, I got to slam on the brakes. You know what? It's probably important... Right now, not to watch where I'm going on the road. Let me make sure my pizzas don't fall off my front seat. 
And he ends up hitting the divider on the 96 freeway in, in Michigan. I know it well. I've driven it. He ends up hitting the divider and uh, dividing his arm into two pieces also. Three pieces. He broke it twice. Three pieces. I mean, you know, pizza, 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 pizza. Three pizzas. Pizza, pizza. Oh, this is so painful. And what time of day did this happen? Let me guess. Uh, noon? Nope. Midnight. Later. 3 a.m.? 2.25 a.m. What does Herm Edwards say at this symposium every year that Nate Burleson attends? Nothing good happens. Nothing good happens after 2 in the morning if you're an NFL player. Now, he wasn't drinking, so that's good. Alcohol was not a factor. His idiocy was a factor. Nate Burleson, come on, man. What are you doing to me? You have your best game for the Detroit Lions in 2013. I say... Oh my gosh! If Nate Burleson shows up, this team we don't we have so, uh, a receiver other than Calvin Johnson to give the ball to. <sighs> okay, he might be out for the year because okay. of pizza at two in the morning. All right, look, I uh, it's real easy to get on Nate Burleson for doing this, right? It's obviously a knucklehead thing to do, but here's what I believe in, Ray. I believe that one of the reasons that the Detroit Lions are two and one right now is because they are a close knit group. Okay, I'll okay? go with that. They are teammates. Teammates. Are close knit guys. They like to do things similarly. No, you're not. They, you know, come they on. remember their old teammate Titus Young doing knucklehead things. I mean, come on, they're gonna, they're like the bad news bears. They do silly things. They have a they have a quarterback that has a a band that plays out of a junkyard, uh, and he runs around with his big red shirt and says, really? "Hey, hey, hey!" Really? So, <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! I knew you were going to blame Matt Stafford for this somehow. I, I really, and, and, and this is my over-under, I really thought you were going to do some sort of a job of the hut, Jabba's palace. He, he needed Nate Burleson to bring him the pizza because he's yeah. immobile. Yeah. I really thought that's the direction you were going to go. Well, yeah. Somehow you still find ways Nate, to surprise me. Nate Burleson did say, they said, Nate, why, why were you so worried about the pizza? He goes, please, Matt doesn't like this. Matt doesn't like the cheese squashed at all, okay? <laughs> Can I just get back out there? I don't, I don't even need a cast. Just let me please get there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nate Burleson did say on Twitter Fat Stafford's going to put a bounty on my head. You don't understand what it's like to have a bounty on you. <laughs> anyway, he did say, he tweeted earlier this year after he dropped a pass in the preseason that uh, he was going to donate money every single time there was a, he dropped a pass in the regular season this year. Well, that's a creative way to get out of that. That's a creative way to just, you know, get injured over pizza on the freeway. Yeah. Oh, it hurts me. Why does it always have to be my team? Now I come to you. Broken arms. <laughs> oh goodness! I, I really have nothing even positive to say about that. I don't even want to talk about I'm it. Positive? It's so That's depressing. hilarious, Ray. It's so hilarious. depressing. What who's, we wait? Who should we pick up uh, fantasy wise? Who do we pick up to? You know, who's going to pick up slack for him? Pick up Ryan Broyles. Um, I'll put it out here right now. I definitely predict that the Detroit Lions will make a trade with the Cleveland Browns for Josh Brown. Interesting. I'll put it out there. They're trying to move him. They're trying to ship him. We offered. We were offered uh, to the Indianapolis Colts. They offered us for Mikael Deshure, uh some draft picks in there, but we said no. And then Trent Richardson. I mean, we got to talk about it. Go into the Colts, and then the Browns go out and beat the Minnesota Vikings the very next week on the road after their ninety-two-year-old second-year quarterback Brandon Whedon went down with an injury. Um, I'm not happy about this game. Because I saw as soon as Trent Richardson went out, got traded, I said, Hello, Suicide Pool, Minnesota. And how'd that go for you? In you're my suicide of, pool, suicide I got Harry Card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Mistakes were made, everybody. Mistakes were made. But yeah. And how about the Minnesota Vikings? Adrian Peterson tweeting out the other night. Uh, he just tweeted something to the effect of, and I was lying there with my daughter, and she just looked at me and square in the face and said, why, Daddy? Why'd you lose to the Browns? Why, Daddy? Why? Daddy, how'd you lose to the Browns? I, I'm still wondering it myself. How did they lose to the Browns? Why would you even ponder passing there? Uh, Questions look, I Look, they made Brian Hoyer look like... Steny Hoyer. They made him look <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, Rich Gannon. No, they made Brian Hoyer look like Scott Mitchell circa 1994. Oh, yeah. Oof, Brian. Is Brian Hoyer the answer for the Cleveland Browns? No. Johnny Manziel time, right? Is Brian Hoyer an Let's Ohio State out there. guy? Is that an Ohio State guy, Brian Hoyer? I think he is. Maybe. He sucks like an Ohio State guy. hey Not last week. No, yeah, whatever. Minnesota travels to Pittsburgh. No, they don't travel to Pittsburgh. They travel with Pittsburgh to London. Boy, we really send them the good games, don't we? Those London... I, no wonder it's not picking up in England. The NFL. We send them game. We send them Jacksonville every year, and then we send them two 0-3 teams that are struggling at all facets of the game in what, 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 must, in what will no doubt turn out to be an epic... Six to three ball game in the rain. Those games are always the worst. It's either like six three or it's like forty one to nothing. Yeah, and it's always in the rain. I always liked when they punt the ball in England and then the ball just hits the ground and you see sploosh, like a diver hitting the pool and it just hits the ground and is done. It's not bouncing. It's not going. It's terrible football up there, and I cannot wait till the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing terrible football in London. So full time, Brian Hoyer. What do you know about Brian Hoyer? I can't believe you don't know who Brian Hoyer is. He's from your Sparty. Is he a Sparty? He's a Sparty. Oh, there you go. He sucks like a Sparty. But I'll say it again. I don't care. I'll recycle the joke. But he's from Cleveland. Oh, well, that explains a lot then. Official prediction. Who wins? 0-3 Minnesota Vikings. 0-3 Pittsburgh Steelers. <sighs> Something's got to give. Something's got to give. Don't Somebody you, has to win that game. Don't you think that... AP's got to break off one big run somewhere. But don't, I don't you think know. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't know how to start 0 4? Uh, yeah. God. Somebody it, is. It could be a tie, Ray. It oh, could my God. It could just be an ugly three, three, five to three, five tie. Five, five, five. Four to four is your final score. Quadruple safeties. I don't know. The problem is one team has a running game and the rest of their team sucks and the. The other team has a defense, a, a good quarterback, but no wide receivers except yeah. for Antonio Brown, and he's the deep guy. And and that's not going to happen in the rain. One wouldn't think. How do you run routes? Now, Le'Veon, in Bell comes, Le'Veon Bell comes back this week. Does that help Pittsburgh out enough that they make the win to get the win? I call Pittsburgh in that game. I, call I think Pittsburgh. I got to go Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh too. I can't right. see them going. So we just guaranteed victory for the Minnesota Vikings here that's on right. Raisin Brands. So we're going to be back to talk a little bit about Major League Baseball after three seconds of bouncing souls. Stirring the sauce, out the dough. No, are you ready to do some baseball? Yes. What is there not to get excited about? That's almost playoff time. It's almost the most exciting baseball of the entire season, and it always involves your Detroit Tigers. No, what is there not to love? Don't, don't don't mistake me. I'm still excited about baseball season. The Royals are still in it, even though faintly. You know, they have something like a four percent chance of getting in the playoffs. But- How bad were our predictions the other episode? Uh, they were pretty terrible. Pretty bad. We said, oh, we know Texas is going to be a wild card team, so who's going to be the other team? And I said New York Yankees. Brent said, of course, Kansas City Royals. And now not even Texas is going to be a wild card team. Probably not. It's looking pretty strong like it's going to be Uh-oh. what? Texas is losing to Houston. <laughs> oh, gracious me. So it's going to be Tampa Bay and Cleveland? Maybe. Gross. The Royals have an outside shot, but they need the other guys to go like 3-3 three and three in the last six games, and they need to win all of their they're games. Really so I would say, you know. 
Probably not going to happen. But more importantly, with what, like six games to go in the season, and our personal bet between the Tigers and the Kansas City Royals on the table, Kansas City sits seven and a half games, with seven being the magical cutoff number. The Detroit Tigers, I believe only two games. Uh, our magic number is two. So they're going to start resting, guys. Kansas City's playing their nuts off trying and, to uh, make that division. Guess who's losing to the Minnesota Twins? Four to nothing. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Man. It's zero to zero. I'm, okay. just, I'm just joking with you. <laughs> you got the laptop in front of you. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just free winging it here. But that being said, so Kansas City still have a chance. I mean, what do you think? Minus- Honestly, minuscule chance. Because you, anytime you have to depend on other teams to lose, you know, you're not in a good situation. But. So, and, you know, you're playing those teams like Seattle and White Sox at the end of the year. You think they'll be easy, but, you know, they got all these young guys called up. And, they and they're wanna, called, yeah, and, they're, and they really want to play for a spot next year. Or they really impressive. just want to be haters. I mean, the Royals did the same thing last year to the White Sox. We yep. pretty much knocked them out of the, the uh, playoffs. So how do you – I feel a little weird. I might be living in a world where the Cleveland Indians actually make the playoffs. Well, they're just going to make – I feel dirty. They might just make the wild card, which you – you do know, you count the wild card? If you lose I'm that saying. wild card game, do you, do you feel you like you made the playoffs? I don't know if you do. It's like that play-in game for the NCAA tournament when they say, oh, the first round happened already. No, those were play-in games. Thanks for going. 68 teams did not make the field. 64 did. If you're playing on Tuesday, you're not in the tournament yet. Yeah, I kind I of mean, agree They call it that. tournament wins. It's the first tournament win for Eastern Washington State. Like get out of here! That's not a win. That's not if you play Savannah State and win, it's not a win. If you go in as a sixteen, no, oh, you no, stop it! You lost to Duke. It's over. That's just me. I don't know. I have a very hard time when they say "Welcome to the second round of the NCAA tournaments." I no. I think it depends on your perspective. I think if you're a team like the Royals, where you know you haven't been to the playoffs forever. Oh, you're you're calling you're calling what you're, you're in right the, now the playoffs. Then you're calling it playoffs. You're calling the playoffs even if, if you miss it by a game. If you're a team that's been in a perennial playoff team like the Atlanta Braves, you know back in the, not the team I would have picked. We keep going. Well, okay, but you know the, that <laughs> won like ten recently won like ten straight yeah. division titles. Uh, then you're probably not celebrating a wild card. You're not even, yeah. You're not even really until you, unless you make the NLCS. You're not even really considering it the playoffs. Right. If you lose in the first round, much less one, the one game playing. But everything else in the National League pretty well settled. We got to give mad props, mad ups to the Pittsburgh Pirates, man. How about that? The Steelers, no good. The Pirates, first time in the playoffs since the Barry Bonds administration. And when McCutcheon. Barry Bonds, when Barry Bonds was was thin. Andrew McCutcheon. Got to give mad dap to Andrew McCutcheon. Is he your MVP? We talked about this a little bit. I, I say yes. I'm I'm sold down. In the National League, I think he has to be. I give it to Andrew there's... McCutcheon. Yeah. And uh, we can both agree, right? Mike Trout, MVP of the AL. Highest oh, war in yes, the league. Yes, yes, yes. I think it should go to either Salvador Perez for having the uh, the most <laughs> the the best uh, batting average. With Salvador Perez. Runners in scoring position. Yeah, let's, let's give it to the Salvador. People, other people that's not uh, named Miguel Cabrera. Oh, there we go. Let's just give it to, to He-Man, Miguel Cabrera, the greatest baseball player of this or maybe any generation. It, it's hard to really argue against that. I don't like this. We know people that argue against that. Tigers have bases loaded with nobody out. I don't like that. And who's hitting? Tui Ronnie Tui Asasopo. The guy, the guy that uh, yep. Manti Teo's prankster <laughs> up for the Tigers right now with the bases loaded. By the way, I know we're not talking about football anymore, but when are we ever going to see Manti Teo Never! Play? Well, Manti Teo would tell you he's already been out there. Yeah. 
he's already he's been playing all three he's, weeks. He's Didn't been, you see him? He's been he doing, was just there. Been doing interviews about how I just thought it was such a great, so fun to just be in there and playing with my guys. And Man, I really enjoyed every one of my tackles and sacks for loss I had earlier today. Oh, you might uh, you might think I might be seeing the field, but that far from it. Boy, I see something far that far from it. There's something you never see in baseball. What's that? S- uh, Prince Fielder getting thrown out at home. I mean, how did they get him? How did they? Oh, and now I see the grounds. The groundskeepers have to like after he slid into home, they have to go replace the dirt. Brent Pope, ladies and gentlemen, there. Oh, he wait, is. wait, wait! Before they replaced the dirt, the, a couple mafia guys tried to just throw a body in there real quick. That's how big the hole was <laughs> when goodness. Prince Fielder slides. Did they find Jimmy Hoffa? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> Gracious me. So anyway, but Matt Ups to the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm kind of dancing around it because I have no interest in the Pittsburgh Pirates. But um, you got to give it up to them. I mean, these teams like Kansas City Royals, I mean, i got to say, Pittsburgh Pirates, perennial losers, teams that traditionally don't go anywhere the second the season starts, are finally starting to turn it around and get it together. I mean, Tampa Bay in the well, same boat. They're great right now. And last season, Pittsburgh, you remember, had had a big lead. And they blew it. And they blew. They just fell apart in the second half. So but you got to feel time. pretty good for them that they didn't fall apart yet. Well, if the Washington Nationals don't start as horribly as they do, and they did start pulling it together towards the middle end of the season, but if the Washington Nationals don't dive bomb at the start of the year, maybe Pittsburgh doesn't make mm-hmm. it. But the fact that baseball now has two two wild card teams yeah. is really cool. I mean, remember way back when, when folks were arguing against any wild card teams at all? They're wrong. Those people were just plain wrong, and adding the second wildcard team makes even more interest, even more... There's just even more interest around the league. I don't know what the word I'm looking yeah. for is, so I'll just say well, it. The, the more, There's more teams in it, more see, uh, more cities have a reason to watch baseball towards the end of the year, and the, and the races are going right down to the wire. Does it? And do these two wildcard teams now, does that take away from the winning your division? No! No. Not even a little bit. Nobody wants to be in that one game playoff. Nobody wants to, but and, people will take it. Actually, and if you're the team that wins the division, you're actually happy about the wild cards. You're like, oh, they have to use one of their good pitchers yep. in a wild card game. Yep. That means if you win your division with the best record, ah, and right now it's Boston and Oakland, one game apart from each other. The Tigers are pretty well slated in at the three seed right now. We're not going to fall. We're not going to rise, barring something crazy happening. Just a quick question to you: if you're if you're me and the Detroit Tigers, as I was thinking about this the other day, which team do you prefer to play? Do you want to play Boston or do you want to play Oakland? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a great question. Um, Oakland, I think, has better pitching. I think if you're the, I think if you're Detroit, you want to probably play Boston. You think so? Because why is that? Well, I think this year, what I've seen from the Tigers is they struggle the most when they go against teams with really good pitching. Okay, you know they went nine and ten against the Royals. Fair, uh, and they struggled. No, but, they but struggled the against Oakland too. <laughs> they struggled with Oakland and Boston has good pitching too, but I think they they have more hitting than the A's do. Well, they've know? really been able to turn it around this year. Yeah. I mean, big ups. I mean, that's manager of the year right there, right? And, yeah, and you know, going back to Pittsburgh for one second. Yeah, um, I think they learned a big lesson, you know, last year from blowing the big lead, and they also I'll give your Detroit Tigers a little bit of credit. I think the Pittsburgh has kind of followed their thing. They they found from them following their example. You. You can't fall apart at the in, during the regular season. You have to wait until you get to the World Series, and then oh and then you get swept. Hey, you know what? We keep making the World Series. One of these days, something's going to go, and Miguel Cabrera is going to go nuts. Yeah, it's got to happen. We're going to win the right. World Series. If you keep making you it there, you're going to win. We're going to win eventually. Right. You're right. It's the Atlanta Braves theory of it's, championships. It's, it's the uh, Buffalo Bills theory of oh Buffalo. 
But no, I'm excited for some. Uh, I mean, by the time we do the show next week, we will be playoff matchup set, mm-hmm. and we'll have uh, some good stuff to talk about right there. That'll I mean, be but great. but that being said. I'm loving baseball this year. This has been a very, very good year. It's been a great year. season. It's been a great season. A lot of interest, a lot of teams that were good. I don't have much more to add to that, do you? You know what? The one thing that happened in the AL wildcard race was there's just a bunch of like terrible injuries that happened at the end of there. That Jeter injury pretty much like kind of sucked the Jeter, life out C. of the... Jeter, CeCe is out right now Sabathia. as well. That's what uh, killed the Yankees. Manny Machado. Baltimore's already in a you know, free fall, and Manny Machado just like gruesome leg ligament injury running to first. And are we impressed by Crush Davis's 50 home runs? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, it used to be for a few years there. I mean, is, is it fair to say steroids pretty well gone from baseball? I hope not so. entirely, I mean, I but not, not nearly as prevalent as I'm, it was before. But the thing is, what sucks about it is we all have to still be skeptical, no matter who it is. Hey, Minister Miguel Cabrera, right? You well, still have to be a little bit skeptical. I'm not skeptical. I mean, maybe on another a different podcast, they would say really outlandish and stupid things about Miguel Cabrera being on steroids, completely unfounded. Okay, I mean, he's just a big dude. So let me ask you this then: If next week we find out Miguel Cabrera tested for st- tested positive for steroids, right? How, on a percentage of zero to one hundred, how surprised would you be? Oh, ninety eight. 98%? I would say 98% surprised. I really believe he's doing it the right way. And I would say I'd be about 50-50. I'm not saying that he's doing it. I'm just saying I'm not surprised anymore because everybody I thought wasn't doing it is doing it. It's you know? fair. I mean, whenever you hear about another name getting busted for something, it's almost uh, okay. You know, It's almost blasé at this point about a topic that you know maybe should be a little bit more serious. But I'll say this right now. If... I, I'm going to put this out there. There is another sports-related podcast that uh, that we are aware of. And I don't want to give them any dap because of the in- inexcusable things they said about Miguel Cabrera uh, being on steroids. So matter-of-factly, I wanted to reach through my phone and just slap people. If it's if it turns out... How's Mi- that different from you in, on any other time at any other day? Also true. But if it turns out Miguel Cabrera was, in fact, guilty of steroids, I will go, personally, I will go on that podcast and I will apologize. I will apologize to those people for saying such wildly irresponsible things. What is wrong with you? Okay, well, you say right now, Ray, if in the future Miguel Cabrera gets found guilty of doing some kind of hum- HGH or steroids, okay. that you will run naked through the streets. I don't know that I'm ready to make that commitment. Okay. Tell you what, how about this? If Prince Fielder... <laughs> Is found to be full of anything but hot dogs. I will run naked through the streets. What about this? What if the Detroit Tigers load the bases with nobody out and then don't score a run? What will you do then? Get angry? Yeah, we'll get angry. <laughs> ah, rage. <laughs> rage face. Brr. But yeah, so no, excited for baseball matchups. Uh, come playoff time, we'll do a huge... I'm sure we can break down every single one of those playoff matchups uh, when they're set in stone. Yeah. I think that's fun. I think that's fair. And I think uh, that's something people might like. So look forward to that, everybody. Let's do it. And then next week, uh, following week four, we're going to break down our NFL predictions. Uh-oh. See, uh-oh. Order, order of the way to As Brent immediately says, uh-oh. uh-oh. I'm doing the Carl Lewis singing the National Anthem. That. Uh-oh. I'm going to make up for it now. I'm going to make up for it now. <laughs> oh, the I like doing it when I took it down an octave. Oh, oh the land of the, the free. free. <laughs> the best part about that whole clip is Charlie Steiner. 
More like Francis Scott off key. <laughs> but he just like is completely loses it for about talk. five seconds. He can't even talk. Yeah. He's gone. He's crying. In any case, that clearly means we're done talking about baseball right now, <laughs> once we devolve to Carl Lewis singing the national anthem. And Charlie Steiner. So we'll be right back after three seconds of... Charlotte Diamond. I am a pizza. I am a pizza. With extra cheese. With extra cheese. Hey, everybody. We're back on the show, and it's time to wrap it up. We pretty much said everything we wanted to say this week. I mean, we could talk a little bit about college football, but... Based on the fact that Michigan escaped Connecticut with a victory and looks like total doo-doo. And Nebraska dominated South Dakota State. Yeah, it's just nothing interesting going on Nothing interesting to talk about. I mean, not from our perspective. Well, last week, week three, terrible. The week before teams start playing in their conference usually is usually the worst week of college football. We could talk about Notre Dame and Michigan State and about how Michigan State got utterly jobbed out uh, we could talk at the about, Dome by terrible pass interference calls. We could talk about how the USC underachieved once again against Utah State and won by a field goal. 17 to 14 or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, there's just a lot of bad college football being played. The SEC just rolling around as usual, but, you know, as usual, they're just playing each other. If you just tell me all the... If you just... If you were to rank every Big Ten team in the top ten and just keep saying it, yeah, we'd have a ton of top ten Big Ten. Play somebody, man. Just play somebody, please, for the love of gosh. And Ohio State, once again, played a nobody, racked up 70 points on them. Lather, rinse, repeat for that crap franchise out there. Thankfully, nobody's been arrested for them, though. I mean, they got that going for them. We're waiting. Trust me, I've got the who's getting arrested now soundtracky poo all ready to go for Ohio State. I figure give another week or two as soon as the Big Ten schedule starts. They do play Wisconsin this weekend, but eh, they're going to beat Wisconsin. I'm not worried about that. Might be a good game. I you know, I don't I don't think it's going to be a good game at all. But Maybe Wisconsin uh, has already you know has already blown one this year, so we've already seen what that team's all about. Yeah, it's not interested. So I don't know, not a lot to talk about with college football. Sorry, guys. I'll say this. Uh, South Carolina, better than Georgia. Nah. That'll make that'll make one listener happy. Uh-huh. Ralph, looking at you. In any case, um, yeah, so let's go ahead and just wrap up the show. Um, we, don't, of course, want to thank Jeremy Buck of the Bang, the train wrecks, uh, David Knoll for producing. Not we, Greg Lopez. No, we're not going to thank we'll Greg Lopez. Thank people to move to England. Yeah, jerk. Yeah. Oh, you're going to move back to our former oppressors. Thank you very much. Yeah, right. I want to thank Jason McClain for later this season running naked through the streets. Oh, Ray, we're on good for our bet with Jason McClain. He says the the Chiefs and the Lions will have at least eighteen losses. That's right. And we start out five and one. Start Ray, five and one, not a bet. You know, I've got. You know what I call that? Sweet, sweet, sweet justice. justice. I also call it hopefully not. Uh, you know, celebrating too early, Ray. Let's. <laughs> Since when have we been known to not celebrate too early? Uh, that's true. We've already put both our teams in the Super Bowl. Basically, that's right. uh, do we have any reviews on iTunes? Oh, we do have a new review on I- oh, iTunes. Oh, sweet. All right. So uh, it says uh, better than a pony ride on steroids by Denowell. All right, well, thank you, Denowell. Every, every episode is like a magical unicorn of audio in my ears. That's so nice to say. Is that sarcastic? Probably. Is that even good? Was it five stars? Yes. Then who cares? We'll take even, it. I don't even know what that means. Like, a magic uniform. I don't even know if that's a good thing. They I, might. I take it as good. Yeah. I take it as good. That is, thank you very much, Dunal. Dunal. You're in. Yeah. You're in the club. Anybody else you want to thank on the show? I would like to give it up a little bit for, I. You know, as you know, I've been very harsh on your Detroit Lions quarterback, Matt Stafford. The greatest quarterback in Detroit Lions history, yes. Um, 
And I went back, and I've said he's inaccurate, passing, and not true, and performing inaccurately. And so I went back, and I watched some kind of older tape of him. Yeah. And I like, think I owe you an apology. Yeah. So like you watched some like Georgia tape? No, no, no. I watched. Well, I watched. It was just a movie he was in. Movie. And he was all like, he, he was like, get in my belly. Oh my. He goodness. was all like in. He was finding it's sandwiches. About Austin Powers? He, no, no, no. He wasn't Austin Powers. He was the he was the big fat guy that had like sandwiches in his folds. He would just find. He's not fat. Well, obviously, he is. They called him Fat Bastard. Oh my god, I hate you so much right now. Are you done? That's what they kept saying to him at the buffet. And he kept saying no, no. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. And please go on iTunes. Give us that five-star review. I mean, we really do appreciate it. And if you do post some text as part of a five-star review. And we review, deserve it, you jerks. Yeah, we're doing okay. Uh, we'll, we will read it on the air, though. I mean, even if it's something stupid, non-sequitur, embarrassing, me saying terrible things about myself, I don't know. We'll put it out there. We'll, we'll say it. We're, we're here for your pleasure. Uh, real quick, also, uh, before we get out of here, if you want to contact the show at Twitter, I'm at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. And you can always tweet the show at Ray Brent Podcast. We actually were tweeted at a few times in the last couple weeks, um, but we don't read those on the air, uh, usually because they're very vulgar and talk about things they want to do to us yeah. in prison, talking about prison our, camps. Our ants. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. But you can, you can do it, or just email the show, Podcast at gmail.com, or go to our Facebook page, which is our main page, facebook.com slash Podcast. All righty, then. Who's gonna beat? Uh, who's gonna beat Far Cry Three first? Uh, I think I will because I'm ahead of you. I, I think you will as well. Yeah. Especially because yeah, we're having people over tonight. And you'll probably beat it tonight. Oh, if you're having people overnight, then I'm just going all night. Agents of Shield. Full review of the pilot next week on Raisin Brand. Until then, go home. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. Gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You always get what you wanted, and then you run and you flaunt it. I've got something. And we are back. Who's getting arrested now? Well, was he arrested? Who? Uh, I was just singing the song. I was just singing. I miss Greg Lopez. I miss Greg Lopez, too. Greg Lopez, we miss you, England guy. Um, We're back on the show. Imagine if we see Greg Lopez now. He's going to come back and have just, like, black teeth and... And he'll be offering us a spot of tea. His, yeah, his, his pinky finger will just be sticking out all the time from always drinking tea. Hello, I'm Greg Lopez. Oh, and then he'll always have Cheerio. to excuse himself to go to the loo. Oh, do you have a torch? It's very dark in this lift. <sighs> yeah, we're not using that. <laughs>